We continue with the laws of the nine days. We talked most recently about the preparation for the nine days, the laws of the nine days themselves. This takes us up to Erev Tishabav, the day before Tishabav, leading into Tishabav, in other words, the eighth of Av. And um, that's Erev Tishabav. And the truth is, these laws are different when Tishabav, Erev Tishabav, is not on Shabbat, when Erev Tishabav is not on Shabbat, or when Erev Tishabav is on Shabbat. There are major differences. And the truth is that second, where Erev Tishabav is on Shabbat, is not that rare because that can happen when either Tishabav falls on Shabbat itself and is pushed till Sunday, or if it comes out naturally on Sunday. So let's talk about each of those situations separately. Let's start with when Erev Tishabav is not on Shabbat. So in the Megillah of Echa that we read on Tishabav, it refers to Tishabav as a moed, a term we usually associate with Yom Tov. Now while it may seem that Tishabav is the antithesis of a Yom Tov, somewhat ironically it does have this title, and there are some halachic ramifications. For example, we do not say Tachnun on Tishabav, nor at Mincha of Erev Tishabav. Now, before the fast comes in, we eat a special suda called the suda hamafseket, which literally means the meal that separates. Right, this meal represents the, represents the transition from a time of not fasting to a time of fasting. Now, the suda hamafseket is not a large meal, as we'll discuss in a moment. Therefore, what people do is they eat a large meal beforehand, before the, even the suda hamafseket, okay, sometime before they eat this special, uh, special suda. Now, not filling themselves completely so as to have room for the Sudam of Seket. Some people then daven mincha after that big meal and before the Sudam of Seket so as to make a clear demarcation between the two. If not, one should eat the Sudam of Seket in a different place than where he ate the big meal because there has to be a demarcation. Now, the Sudam of Seket is a mournful meal. Now, this is expressed in a number of ways. First of all, it's eaten while sitting on a low seat or on a cushion close to the floor or sitting on the floor itself. One can still wear leather shoes at this time. The meal itself consists of bread, as it is a suda, and only one cooked item, traditionally a hard-boiled egg, as eggs are symbols of mourning. Now, during the nine days, we, we talked about there's a minhag not to drink wine or eat meat. During this meal, the suda mafseket, drinking wine or eating meat is strictly forbidden. So water is usually a beverage of choice, some also have the minhag to dip their bread in ashes, and during the course of the meal say, Ze sudat tishabav. This is the suda of tishabav. People should not sit together during this meal. Everybody sits in their own dalad amot. Hence, there's no zimun. Every person benches to themselves. Now, after the meal is over, you are allowed to still sit on a regular chair and still shkia. And the big question is, are you allowed to eat or drink anything after you have finished the Sudam of Seket and already said Birkat Amazon. Now, if you had verbally taken on the fast at that time, then indeed you must begin your fast at that time. If you did not verbally take on the fast, but thought of doing so, this raises halachic complications and concerns. Therefore, it's best to have in mind, or even verbally state, that you are not taking on the fast at the time of the benching, and this allows you to eat or drink until Shkia.
here in Eretz Israel or in other hot climates, I certainly would make sure that you drink enough. That's a very high priority in terms of being physically ready for the fast. Some people talk about eating grapes is a good way to prepare for fasts. Anyways, before Shkia, care must be taken to remove any leather footwear and put on footwear appropriate for Tisha B'Av that we'll talk about in detail in another shear. So that's as far as the laws when Erev Tisha B'Av is not on Shabbat. Okay, now for part two, talking about when Erev Tisha B'Av is on Shabbat. In other words, Tisha B'Av is on Sunday, whether it was Sunday because it landed on Sunday or it actually landed on Shabbat, was pushed to Sunday. But in that case, Erev Tisha B'Av is on Shabbat, and that has some different ramifications than we just described when Erev Tisha B'Av is not on Shabbat. So if it comes out on Shabbat, one is not allowed to conduct himself in a mournful way on Shabbat in general. We don't have mourning on Shabbat. Hence, all we said above doesn't always said above in the in the, about about when an erev tishabav is not on Shabbat. All that does not apply if erev tishabav is on Shabbat. Meaning, that is, we have no sudam of seket. Rather, one eats his regular sudash sheet, even with meat and wine, with many cooked dishes, with a zimun where appropriate. However, unlike other Shabbatot, one must complete his meal before Shkia. One must complete his meal before Shkia. Okay, Tzidchat Tzedek is not said at Mincha, because as we said, Tishabav has a moid status, and since we would not say Tachnon on a regular day on Mincha before Tishabav, therefore we do not say Tzidchat Tzedek at Mincha of this Mincha. Now, another thing to be to uh, that is uh, challenging is when to switch your leather to from your leather Shabbat shoes to non-leather Tishabav footwear. Now, whenever Tishabav is on a weekday, we do this sometime before Shkia, not a problem. But in this situation where you're talking on Shabbat, one is not allowed to do an act that constitutes preparing on Shabbat for after Shabbat for a Yom Chol. Okay, so that's our problem. In other words, we don't want, we can't really prepare for post Shabbat when on Shabbat. Different ways of dealing with this. Okay, I will just give you one example they do in my community, and that is what they do is they delay Mariv, Mariv of Tishaba for about 20 minutes, and instruct people that the moment Shabbat is out to say, Baruch Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lechol, as soon as Shabbat is out, at that point change shoes, and then promptly come to Shul with the proper Tishaba footwear. Um, again, there might be other ways of handling it. You know, check with your local Rav where you're going to be. As far as Havdalah, there's no regular Havdalah on wine this night of Tisha B'Av. Uh, there is a Tachon Antanu in the Shemon Esrei at Marav, but there's no blessing on Besamim. One should make a Borei Moreish on a candle at some point during the night, preferably before the reading of Echa. So some people, when I say, we say Baruch HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol, and they make a Baruch of, of uh, Borei Moreish on a, on a Havdalah candle. Okay, but B'Diavad, you can actually make the, the Baruch on the Havdalah candle any time that night. Okay, the Havdal on wine with no besamim or ner will be said motzei tishabav. If anybody with a medical condition that requires them to eat on tishabav, or anyone who needs to eat on tishabav for any reason, that person will have to make havdalah on wine before eating, because he can't eat before he make havdalah on wine in general. Okay, those are the laws of erev tishabav, whether erev tishabav is on a weekday or erev tishabav is on a shabbat. Have a wonderful day. I want to add an addendum to what uh, these halachot I just talked about. 
in terms of when Erev Tisha B'Av is on Shabbat, I said if somebody has to eat for whatever reason on Tisha B'Av, for medical reasons or the like, he must make Havdalah first and before he's allowed to eat. And I talked about making Havdalah on wine. Okay, from the Rav of my show, Rav um, Mayor Lichtenstein Shlita, he said it's better actually in that situation to make your Havdalah on Hamar Medina, okay, something that a, a, a beverage that people drink in, in, uh, in your area, like beer or even orange juice, if that's not available, then do it on grape juice or wine, but give it to a katan to drink. If there's no katan in that situation, then he may drink the wine himself. Just want to add that addendum to what I said already. Have a wonderful day.